Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. In today's episode, Jesus is back in Capernaum and is asked to have an off-book meeting with Nicodemus, one of the Pharisees and rulers of the Jews. Quote, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. End quote. This is an impressive statement for Nicodemus to have made in the first place, given that Jesus was not a Pharisee and that they were very concerned about false prophets leading the Jews astray. Jesus then begins to explain to Nicodemus how people must be born again to see the kingdom of God. Quote, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. End quote. Jesus then explains that to be born again means to believe in him. Quote, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life, End quote. In other words, by believing in Christ, we're born again spiritually into a new life, eternal life, quote, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved, End quote. While the first part of this scripture, John 3.16, is often quoted, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, I think the next verse is just as important to remember. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Jesus Christ does not condemn us. Even if we don't believe in him or follow his teachings, he doesn't have to. We do a great job of condemning ourselves. Through our greed, our jealousy, our dishonesty, our lust, our desire for power and influence, the way we treat each other in the new online world, the way we talk about other people behind their backs, the way we interact with each other on political issues, social and racial issues, environmental issues. When we're not following the teachings of Christ, we condemn ourselves to unhappiness, depression, anxiety, and loneliness. Quote, and this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. End quote. And this is why, because God so loved us that he gave his only begotten Son, that all of us that believe in him and follow his teachings should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ is the way out, he's the light in the darkness. He's the way we pull ourselves out of the vicious downward spiral that society and the natural man inside of us tries to keep us trapped in. Christ extends his hand to everyone to lift us up and begin a new life, a life that can be free of the temptations and influences that the world presses upon us. Because Christ condemned himself to be lifted up on the cross, you and I can raise our eyes to him just as the people of Moses lifted their eyes to the serpent in the wilderness and be healed. Quote, he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not on the Son shall not see life. End quote. Without Christ, we're just wandering through the world, looking for something meaningful to attach ourselves to, and often not finding it. 
And so when Jesus then encounters the Samaritan woman by Jacob's well in Sychar and asks her to draw him some water from the well, and she questions why he, being a Jew, would ask a Samaritan a favor, Christ says to her, quote, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldst have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. End quote. You and I have been through times in our life where we kind of felt dead inside. Anxiety, loneliness, depression, lack of purpose, sorrow. We felt our well run dry. And the idea of a well of water springing up in our souls into everlasting life may have felt like a distant fantasy. But that's what Christ can do for us. He can be that well of water inside of us. He can make us feel God's love for us springing up into everlasting life. So the next time that you or I feel our spiritual well running dry, let's remember he who can give us water that never runs dry. He that can renew our spirit and help us find joy. He that says to us, follow me. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.